Hello and welcome to Movie Magpies. Today we'll be reviewing Surf's Up. I'm Monique and I'm here with my co-host Will. Alright, so for this review, we should just start by saying what we thought of it. What did you think? I think this is an iconic movie. It's a quintessential 2000s animated penguin movie, which I didn't think would be a genre until I realised that it was watching this movie. I really, really liked the fact that they do sort of the mockumentary style, but it's all animated, so they're putting in that extra layer on top of stuff. It's super interesting to see. What about you? Well, here's the thing. I chose this movie, and (laughs) I chose it for a very specific reason, mostly because I wanted to talk about an animated film at some point, and I think Surf's Up is definitely one of the best, especially for its time. It, it absolutely like leaps and bounds over most animated films that came out around this time. I know that uh, Happy Feet came out a little while before this, and this and Surf's Up is almost certainly the better of the Penguin movies that have like been I released. Said, it's weird that there's a genre about. 2000 penguin movies like the 2000s era yeah i think people were really into penguins at that point i mean who doesn't love penguins it's super interesting that you think this is one of the better animated pictures out because it was nominated for best animated feature but it lost to ratatouille yeah well that's fair enough ratatouille's got a very great heritage we won't talk about ratatouille because we'll talk about (laughs) it eventually at some point but ratatouille also had disney behind it so it had that leg up but it was but surf's up was nominated for an oscar and i think genuinely the reason why that is is because there is so much effort and intention put into this film because nothing is put into an animation that nothing is put into an animation that wasn't intended to be in there which is super interesting i also love this sort of era of movies where you were still getting a lot of like end credit scenes um especially in animated movies because it's they're very intentionally putting that in there. It's not just like a funny short that they decided to add at the end. Like yeah. they animated every frame of that last sort of credits a scene, which is super interesting to me. Yeah. I just feel like animated movies get a bad rap because they've always got so much effort put into them. Well, good animated films don't deserve that for sure. I think. Well, yeah. I don't think it's controversial to say that animated films that are that were made purely for the sake of monetary gain and profit, not to name any examples, but the Emoji Movie, they do badly oh. because they're terrible and people don't put the effort in. I them. didn't even that I regressed that memory. Yeah. <laughs> What's the Emojis Movie? There Haven't are, heard of her. Don't want to see her. There are bad. There are definitely bad animations, but this animated films, but Surf's Up definitely isn't one of them. I think it really leads itself on well, and I think it did very well slash holds up because it didn't take that sort of more kids film route that a lot of these animated movies do. It stayed in that more sort of comedic mockumentary. Yes, it's still a G-rated movie, but things don't have to have adult themes to be entertaining and funny. Yeah, no, absolutely not. In terms of monetary gain, I it was produced for a budget of 100 million and made back 152 million. So genuinely quite a profitable return. But that's because they actually want they went into making a animated film that they wanted to make. I don't think if you asked yeah. anyone during that point in time, oh, do you want to watch a film that's a documentary about penguins surfing? People would go, no, that sounds like crap. But it's actually a really amazing film 
that reflects on the nature of winning. Mm-hmm. And I sort of enjoy that your main character, he's there, but it's it's not just him that the story is about. I'm trying to stay quite spoiler-free here. <laughs> but um, I really like that the sort of mentors that he has also go on a bit of a journey and sort well, of that- have their own growth. Well, that's just good character writing. All characters should be going on some sort of arc. Yeah, I feel that's fair. It's just usually, um, if they're not the main character, I feel like the arc usually gets pushed a little to the background. Uh, It shouldn't be that way, but it usually is, so it's nice to see a movie that has that balance where most arcs are treated the same. Yeah, in that case, it's... Yeah, fair enough. Look, I don't have a lot of gripes with this movie. One of the only ones that I have is sometimes the humour can be, like, a little bit repetitive, but it's it's not, you know, anything too big for the movie that it is. Yeah, the humour's going to repeat a little bit, and sometimes it's nice that it repeats. It gives you a bit of a, oh, they've still got that same, like, through line through. I just think that sometimes they do a couple of the more slapstick jokes a little too often. Yeah, that's fair enough. I genuinely found that the best humor in this film was the documentary based humor mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. the the format and I'll talk about this more in depth later but the format of documentary film really lends well to this new style of storytelling and filmmaking in that there's some really funny stuff that's only possible because it's done as a documentary and as like you assume that they're actually penguins carrying camera gear and recording gear around with them on the island and it, the humor only really translates well because they have that fourth wall break or that that immersion because you mm-hmm. you know that there's you know there are penguins carrying around these cameras asking these questions getting this footage for a specific reason to tell the story that they are telling through the documentary I think one of my favourites about that is the way that they use the unreliable narrator trope and use their, like, sort of documentary-style breaking of the fourth wall to immediately, like, absolutely smack you with the fact that this person is trying to make themselves sound better. Like, oh, you know, I was pretty cool about it. Cut to them being, like, ecstatic and, like, jumping up and down and being way too excited. Like, it's just very amusing. And you wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't in the sort of documentary style because you wouldn't have any way of showing the unreliable narrator stuff and i love how that stuff is done because it isn't there as a as a means of deceiving the audience it's there because it helps facilitate the story and characters individual character arcs because it's not even an unreliable narrator kind of issue it's actually because of the format it's more that the characters have their own self-interest in mind and their self-perception is more at the forefront of their responses so yeah so usually the characters who are unreliable in their narration or in their interviews are less self-actualized than the characters who are more honest of course we'll talk about that later in the in-depth review so yeah. Uh, more in depth. I suppose I don't have much to say about this one actually. Like no. that sort of really my only gripe is I've got a couple more, but they're for the more in depth discussion. Yeah. Really, my only gripe is sometimes the humor can be a bit repetitive, just in them either repeating the same joke in a different area or having a lot of the same styles of joke. Um, there's not much that you can do about that. Like every 
movie has its flaws but the visual style is really easy to get lost in they do a really good transition between the more sort of mockumentary stuff into the like more is cinematic the word when it's animated okay cool (laughs) it's all you you the term cinematic is in reference to cinema so of course it can be used universally for animation and for film because it's taken it, us yeah. up to recording our fourth epidote. Ep- ep- epidote? Yep, I just yeah. proved my point. It's taken up to the fourth episode for me to even be able to pronounce cinematic correctly. Mm. <laughs> so I'm never going to know if I'm using it in the right way. In regards to the humour being repetitive, I actually, like, I'm more than happy for you to have hold that belief because ultimately differences is what makes this more enjoyable because we don't have the same views. But I actually found that the humor was more subtle and that it was very it was used very sparingly in most sections oh yeah the i only noticed the humor was repetitive because i was analyzing the film like it's uh if i was watching it normally i probably wouldn't have had an issue with it it's just that when i was writing notes i found that i got to a point where i was like "Mm, i can't really write notes about this because it's kind of the same thing that happened a couple scenes ago for the general watcher because of course i do recommend you see this film yeah they're probably not going to pick up on it it's very much more something that i picked up on because i was digging into the film like if i wasn't digging into the film i wouldn't have had an issue with it at all right okay that's fair enough but as i was saying it's it's more i think it's more your noticing of it that may not be as universal because i was also nitpicking at it and i didn't notice the same thing as you but that doesn't matter because ultimately that's not the point it's that humor translates and translates to people in different ways so either way i think it still does a good job in keeping a balance even though it can be quite for some people it can be quite repetitive it may not be quite as the humor may not be quite as enjoyable for some people as as it is for others and i think that's just humor so i think that's good that the our differences in the sense of humor was yeah yeah exactly i mean like i said if i wasn't picking at the film i probably wouldn't have had an issue with it at all and even then it's a very very small issue there's only like like i said like two or three nitpicks that i have in this film in its entirety and they're all very very superficial or what's the word subjective yeah yep there you go that's correct look at me i'm using big words (laughs) it's not a big word it's It's quite a a short word word. i'm Um, smart no, but I did. I actually did want to ask you what. How did you feel about the character Lani? She's really good as a character. I felt like she she didn't get a lot of growth. Yeah, because this is my one gripe with the film. One, my mm-hmm. one criticism of the film is that she is horrifically underutilized. Mm-hmm. I think you and I have one of the same gripes because I just I was like, she's really cool. She's like our only yeah. female character. And they just and that's actually a real shame, isn't it? Don't do much with her. Yeah, this is not a movie that'll pass uh, the vegetable test, but yeah, I would even say it might even pass it just because she has so little to do. But, but she's in, always it, talking about like a man. Yeah, that is, is a very fair point, honestly. <laughs> but it's like, can that even be possible? Where like the only female character has so little to talk about, or is has such little prominence in a film that she just she passes. On a technicality yeah, or through a like, loophole? It's one of those things where... This is where an in-depth I think... conversation, I think. <laughs> we should leave it. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it's one of those things where I think we should leave it for our bigger we'll talk, conversation. We'll talk about it another but time, I definitely but... agree with you. We definitely have the same gripe here. I want to ask about something very specific. How did you feel about the water animation? 
Why do I feel like this is a test? <laughs> it's not a test. It's not a test. I want to ask your genuine opinion. I think it's done really well because obviously you've got to oh. <laughs> no, sort of walk this. <laughs> you got to walk this line between stylized and realistic, and I feel like with the animation style of the movie, it works pretty well. I will say that, like comparatively to the sand, it feels a little more fake. Like they, it feels like they did a really good job rendering the sand, and then we're just like, yeah, just stick a cartoon wave on it. But I, you know, didn't really pick it as something. That's to yeah. That's a fair. That's a fair observation. I think. Because I'm going to say, I think the water animation and the sea animation is incredible. So this film came out in 2017? 2007? Oh no, that's, that's Surf's Up 2. I read, we're not talking about that film. So it came <laughs> no, out, I don't that's think even we'll ever watch that film. That's even better. So um, this film came out in 2007. The water animation for its time is incredible because it has oh. different variation. I'm like, I'm not arguing your point because you're also very much right they had to find a balance between stylized and realistic because this is a stylized film these are penguins we're talking about but i think that the water is just so nicely done that i noticed that throughout the film where the the ocean has changes in in hue and in saturation throughout the film but it all makes sense and it's really really amazing and it just lends to again it lends to the amount of work that went into animation for such little things like the sand because like you said the sand animation is also really fucking good it's just yeah, yeah and i suppose when i say comparatively to the sand the wave looks a little cartoony i only noticed that because i have the wikipedia up and i'm looking at the like movie poster and that's the like that's the only reason that I would pick it. When think, you're actually watching the movie... I think using the the it. movie poster is a little unfair because that's a poster and it's a picture. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I I'm not going to disagree with you in that ultimately it's 2007. If it didn't look a little cartoony, I'd be surprised. If it didn't look a little cartoony, would it have the same nostalgia factor? Probably not. It's sea. I think <laughs> everyone can identify with the ocean. But, well, some people can, I guess. But yeah, I think for me, in terms of this film, I found it very hard to criticize too much about it, especially even even with the liney stuff, I can kind of un not understand it because like ultimately give your female characters a little more to do and give them a little more agency, not just a man and stuff like that. But even with that, I could still, I'm almost like looking for words not to use, but I could still wholeheartedly enjoy this film because so much of it is just so good and I'll break down the technicality the technical stuff of what I found incredibly amazing in how much effort they put into animation because there's so many like little things that made this film incredible in that the camera specs and the camera settings within the film actually change depending on location and little things like that which I absolutely loved because coming from someone who does cinematography and absolutely adores camera and film technology it was really amazing to see that these animators who didn't need to put this stuff in at all took the time to do that it truly is a movie that you can tell was a labor of love and it really yeah. benefits because of that. It's got a really, really strong story. The animation is gorgeous. Yeah. 
documentary style makes for really good comedy. Like, like I said, I have mm. two to three gripes with this, and they're all incredibly superficial or subjective. Like, yeah. it's just stuff to pick on, to pick on. You know, it's not anything ridiculously annoying. Yeah, no, it's there. There are no. I feel like this is a bold of me saying this, but there's no critical failings in this film. I would agree. And I think that's what makes it so good, and it's why I really, really enjoyed it. I will also uh, pull back the curtain here for a little bit in that while I was studying film, this was one of the films that we were uh, forced to watch as our lecturer like paused it on, like incessantly, and he would just talk about single frames in the film, and for someone who grew to f fall in love with film and cinematography and making films and doing all of that it was one of these things where since this was the film that we started with it ingrained in me a sense that slowing down a film and looking at it never had to be a bad thing because this film is just so wonderful and so beautiful to just pause and look into that it just became okay I'm just gonna be honest this film led me to want to do stuff like this where it where I break down films and talk about them because it's there's a merit to breaking stuff down. You're one of my favorite people. <laughs> I just love hearing you talk about your passions. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're so sweet. I just ugh, I I'm love this. the like backstory. No you're regretting this. No, I'm gonna cut it. <laughs> I'm gonna cut oh. it. I'm gonna cut it from the podcast. No one needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like hearing you talk about it and the fact that this, you know, the pulling back of the curtain and this is one of the movies that you watched when you were studying. I'm just like, yeah. oh, it makes, it makes my heart all warm and fuzzy. Yeah, well, ultimately this is, and it's why I wanted to talk about the film so early on because I love this film. Some people won't have the same opinions as me. That's totally fine. As I've said with previous reviews, it's absolutely okay if you don't agree with me. I'd love to know why you don't agree with me, because ultimately that's discourse and that makes learning all the more interesting, but for me, this film is one of the quintessential movies that you have to watch if you if you love film. And people will say, wait, but it's an animation. I'm like, exactly. Because everything in this film is intentional, and it's one of the things that I've heard directors and film directors talk about constantly is that oh, we like to pretend that everything in film is intentional but there's going to be stuff that is added in accidentally and it'll turn out for the betterment of the film and we just go oh yeah we intended to do that with animation that's not possible mm -hmm. well it's possible in a microcosm in that there might be a minute modeling mistake that leads to something very cool I can't think of an example, but sometimes that happens. Yeah, I suppose in like a more um, motion stop animated yeah. movie, there could be more mistakes that work with the film. But yeah. I suppose I really understand what you're saying. Everything is intentional. And for mm. me, I really love this movie because it's so sound. Even if you do yeah. look into this movie, you can't really pick it apart like, say, we have with previous films. Yeah, exactly. If you and yeah, sorry, you go ahead. Oh no, you go. I was gonna say yeah. If you break this film down into its m most minute parts, the film still works. And yeah. as a result, it's impossible to go. Oh, because of this one thing that happens. Oh, Cody's from Antarctica. This film doesn't work because of this reason. You know that you can't do that with this film because everything does work in it. Mhm. Mm 
And I suppose for me, it's also um, the perfect little microcosm of one of my favorite things, which is things don't have to be complicated to be good. Like yeah. sometimes you can have a very simple but deep and meaningful movie or overarching theme and it all works perfectly well like you don't have to overcomplicate things just to make your movie seem smarter or like better yeah i just had a thought because i asked about lani i think i should also do do the justice of all the other characters so what did you think about our main character cody i really like cody i think he's characterized really well um, you sort of can tell that he's on the younger side. Yeah. For anybody, I don't think this counts as a spoiler. He's considered to be 17 in, like, the movie. Yeah, he is. He is. So, you know, he's got that very, like, big vibe about him. I also enjoy that his arc was more about learning... You know, actually, we'll keep that for the in-depth conversation. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I was going to say, since you brought <laughs> right. up character arc, I think his character arc is really great because it's so effortlessly done. Cody's character arc isn't like a brick that's being smashed into your face. It's very subtle and beautifully done because it almost feels like it's ha happening naturally. He's never forced to take on new ideas or mm -hmm. he's never put into a place of conflict that he didn't go there himself or volunteer to go into himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I suppose what I really love about it is, and I said that I love how even with some of the background characters, their development is um, made equal or very balanced with Cody's yeah. development through the film. I actually even think at times, because of the way that they've subtly weaved Cody's development throughout the film, there are a couple times where I was like, oh, his development isn't the main point of the film which i still don't think it is but for different reasons than what i was actually watching through yeah that's fair i hold a slightly different belief that his arc is almost the main not the main foundation of the film but it the film couldn't happen without this arc mm, it's like a tiny little microcosm of what the theme the film's overall theme is yeah and it's it's held quite well because it all it all meshes into itself and i think you could definitely argue that Cody's character arc is reflected in so many different parts of the film not just himself but through other characters and areas like that where it could be argued that his character arc doesn't necessarily matter but I think it's also purely because his I think it's more because his character arc is reflective within the story as opposed to it being repeatable or similar to others. Yeah, like his character arc, I would say you said quote unquote doesn't matter, yeah. but it's the catalyst for a lot of other arcs yeah. um, in the movie. So like as much as it's a very, very personal, subjective arc for Cody himself, the things that he's doing then spark the growth in other yeah. characters, which I really like. It's what makes him the main character. It's not that exactly, his growth yeah. is like the be all end all. There's no like, you know, uh, if he doesn't have growth by the end of the movie, then the film meant nothing stakes. It's just that because he's so, I suppose he's got such a big personality. Um, yeah. And I suppose because of that, he ends up becoming one of the things that sparks a lot of other characters uh, along their journeys, which I really like. I like that the main character here is the main character because he's touching all of the other characters' arcs in some yeah, way or another. I do love that, but we'll, I think we'll reserve a little time for one of the main antagonists, so Tank. So personally, I have a belief that he's not the main antagonist, but we'll get into that in depth later. Mm -hmm. 
What do you think of Tank? I think he's very funny. Like, he's good. Yeah. There's only, like, in this, I suppose, in this movie, because it's such a feel-good movie, I don't genuinely, like, dislike any of the characters. No, like, yeah, you've yeah. got your two, like, the more main antagonists in the movie. But mm. even the antagonists, I think, like, I was just like, he's just, he's big, and he's very, very full of himself. And yeah. he's quite amusing. He's got beefy, dumb, mean energy, and I love it about him. <laughs> Yeah, but he's also he's also got this very enjoyable confidence about him mm. in that when he's being interviewed, he doesn't lie. He he's never an unreliable narrator in his interviews, which I actually really love because he's exactly what he says he is and he's a dick basically, which yeah. is a lot of fun. I do like this is completely unrelated, but I was I just want to say this straight up. I do really like that there's an Australian penguin. It's very yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I like the way that they did that. I will say there's so if you haven't seen this it's there's an Australian penguin but there are a lot of really nice scatterings of unique and individualistic penguins so it doesn't feel like outside of the main characters there are just like cardboard cutouts of penguins who are just not important to the story you actually get a nice variation of different characters who may only appear in background roles but because they exist it gives the film so much more depth yeah and I really um, like that I really like the way that they've used the different species of penguin to, like, pull into character design and, like, lean into vibes. I don't know if that's the word that I want, but, like, you can look at a character design and just based on the species of penguin, I can immediately tell, like, the personality of the penguin that they've made. Like, they've done a really good job meshing species with... I don't have any other word than vibe or personality. uh, Even background characters. That's good vibes. I, it's it's such a tiny thing, but I also do really love that each penguin has their own like unique fur design or fur pattern, feather pattern. I yeah, think that's yeah. A lot of fun. Like for instance, Tanks looks like he has tattoos, doesn't he? Yeah, it? yeah. Leans into his like big tough muscle man mm. uh, vibe, which is I just I just love it. I love the fact that they went to all the effort to get the different species of penguin. I just I'm very very excited about this movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's such a lovely little f- film. Also, just for people who are asking, or who may be asking, how long is the film? Is it something that I actually have to spend a good period of time just watching? It's an hour 25 minute. It was made during a time where films didn't have to be three hours long to just be good. Bring it's, back hour-long feel-good movies. That'd be really nice, but it's it's a film that is remarkably easy to watch. It's got really good pacing. I think I don't think either one of us have written notes about pacing, but the pacing no. is really good in that you get from point to point really solidly, not quickly. You get to from point to point really well, and you don't feel like you've left anything behind. It all makes its way through the story quite well, and I really like that because yeah, yeah. I think the writing in this film is done remarkably well in that nothing is... There are no loose ends, and so much is done so well within the writing where characters have full, complete arcs and characters who don't necessarily have big arcs actually 
still have this closure and it all works out really well. I'm completely in agreement with you here. Mm. And I think actually with the pacing, that's something that I want to talk a little more in depth about. Yeah, of course. I don't have much else to say about this film in our sort of review period, do you? I don't think I do. I think this is all I have to say for the main review, other than I really, really enjoy this film and there's so much to enjoy about this film. But if you want to hear my full points, go to the in-depth one because I want to talk in depth about this. Alrighty, uh, in that case, uh, do you want to give us your rating for the film? Of course. This week we are giving a rating of Squid Sticks. <laughs> for me, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10 Squid Sticks. I think this film is a testament to the potential of good animated films. Nothing is in it by accident and as a result the film manages to age well, even under heavy criticism. That being said, I only recently found out that there's a sequel, and the sequel was straight to DVD and absolute garbage. So, yeah. I think it was, I messaged you and I was like, did you know there was a sequel? And you were like, we're not watching that. Be- before <laughs> starting this episode, I actually looked at the uh, trailer and I was like, holy fucking shit, this is absolute garbage. I read the plot synopsis. Oh, it's terrible. It's so was, bad. Oh, I'm so amused. But anyway, let's, we yeah. digress. Um, I suppose in my case, my rating, I actually changed my rating while we were talking about it, um, to 7 out of 10. (laughs) It's totally fine. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I changed it to 7 out of 10 squid sticks, and it's a really good film, you don't have to look too in-depth into it to enjoy it, like it's not too complicated, and I love all of the sort of background things like the different penguin breeds that you can Mm. like look out for and have fun trying to spot while you watch the movie if you want to hear about our hint for next week's video then tune into the in-depth analysis of surfs up and you'll get it there because you don't get it in this one (laughs) fuck you you have to listen to the full one you you gotta watch the longer one come on guys we gotta sell you our content somehow (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh thanks for listening in we've been movie magpies see you next time